Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John. Jesus said to them, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. This is the 36th day of the resurrection, the first day in the sixth week of Easter. This is the Sunday before Ascension, Mother's Day on our civil calendar, Rogation Sunday on our liturgical calendar. Rogation Sunday begins the Rogation days the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before the Feast of the Ascension, the 40th day of Easter. The Rogation days get their name from the Latin rogare, to ask. These are the days of asking. In our agrarian heritage, these were days of asking for favorable weather that the, the fields might yield their crops. It's the prayer of seed time that it may bring about harvest a remembrance that the fruits of all our efforts are dependent on the grace of God. As we moved from agrarian society to an industrial society, the prayers of Rogation days as blessing on, also on our labors that what we begin in faith might be accomplished in faith. And today, we continue our look into John's letter of encouragement to a hurting church. If you would like to follow along, it's in page 661 of your Pew Bibles. As we've walked through this letter to a church torn between a synagogue that no longer welcomes them and a culture that dwells on idols and rejects them, a church wounded and hurting from schism, we've heard the encouragement of John, the encouragement to live out their identity as children of God an identity sourced in their reliance on the truth that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. The encouragement to practice righteousness and to practice love. And the assurance that as children of God, we are brought into the eternal love and fellowship of the Father and the Son. 
and that bound together in love as a community grounded in truth and walking in love, we overcome the world. We continue this week as John builds his rhetoric of encouragement through repetition and magnification. The articles of religion, the 39 articles that set forth the boundary markers of the Anglican tradition warn us not to take care, not to so expound one place in scripture that it becomes repugnant to the whole. However, I think we've adequately viewed the whole of John's letter. Love one another, abide in God's love, and so be children of God. We've adequately seen the whole that today I want to lift up a few of the parts and briefly expand only on three certain parts and take them out of the order of the text and put them thematically so that we can understand John's reasoning a little bit better. We'll first look at John's assertion that God's love is perfected in the beloved community and that the beloved community is perfected in God's love. If you'd like to follow along, these statements are found in verses 12, 17, and 18. We'll then look at John's assertion that the love and likeness, the very image of God, is made manifest in the beloved community as witness of God's love to the world. Specifically, we'll look at verses 9, 12, and 17. And finally, we'll look at John's testimony that Jesus is the Son of the Father, sent to be the Savior of the world, in verse 14. Let's begin with the beloved community perfected in love. John writes, if we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. By this, love is perfected in us. And perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not yet been perfected in love. For those of us who struggle with perfectionism. Now is probably a good time to redeem the word perfect. In this context, John used, the word John uses means completed or brought to the desired end. The telos, the end state, the goal. As humans, we struggle with perfection because we can never bring anything to its eternal completion or purpose. Perfection re requires the eternal God and is found only in him. John writes that the telos, the end goal, the completion of all things in God is love. The explosion of love from the eternal trinity that created the cosmos. The same love is made manifest by Jesus and is now being made manifest in the beloved community. This love brings all things to completion in love. This is the love that draws us. This is the love that transforms us. The love that binds us and sustains us. The love that guides us and empowers us. We receive this love and we share this love. As we, as we love one another, we abide in this love. And love is brought to completion in us. And our humanness still gets in the way. 
we fail to abide in God's love. We seek our identity in something other than the love that declares us children of God. We fail to love one another within the beloved community. We fail to be an example of love to those around us. We name this as sin. And we manifest our sin in any number of destructive ways. And yet, and yet love is perfected in us, not by our own actions, but in Christ who loves so perfectly and so abundantly that he fills in whatever is lacking in us. He is the propitiation of our sins. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. By this love is perfected in us. And this perfect love casts out all fear. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love. God's love is perfected in the beloved community. And the beloved community is perfected in God's love. Let us now look at how the love and likeness, the very image of God, is made manifest in the beloved community as a witness to the world. John writes, In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this is love perfected with us, because as he is, so also are we in this world. From the very beginning, God created humanity to be his image to creation. Our original purpose was to reflect the character and nature of God, the love that created all things. We're to image this love to all of creation. In our original sin, we desired to be God rather than to image God. And this is our continued rebellion and restlessness as we seek to image ourselves rather than to image the God who made us. Instead of the light of self-giving love, we live in the fearful darkness of selfishness. Instead of life, we dwell in death. And even in the midst of our sin and rebellion, the love of God was made manifest Jesus, the fullness of love, the perfect image of God in Jesus sent to bring us back to life through love. This same love is made manifest in the image and likeness of God as the beloved community. As we walk in love, no one has seen God, but as God abides in our love for one another, love comes to its fullness as we image God to all of creation through love perfected in us. Truly, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so we might live through him. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. And by this perfect love, as he is, so also are we 
in this world. The love and likeness of God, the image of God, is manifest to the world through the beloved community. Now finally, let us look at John's testimony that Jesus is the Son of the Father, sent to be the Savior of the world. John writes, We have seen and we testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. Like the, world, like the word perfect, we need to take a moment and redeem the word Savior. While we have rightly used this word Savior in its derivative salvation to describe the work of Jesus in our own lives, bringing us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, rescuing us from death into life, we've also inadvertently limited the scope of this word. John uses a word that means healing, restoration, wholeness. Sotor. A physicalness as well as a metaphysical. A temporal as well as an internal salvation. Jesus, the Son, sent by the Father to restore to wholeness not just humanity, not the nations or the peoples of the world. Jesus is sent to be the savior to the cosmos, the entire created order. In love, Jesus is sent to restore the created order to its original state, so that creation may be brought to the fulfillment of its original purpose. Love comes to manifest love to itself. It is love that invites us to participate in love and by the power of the Holy Spirit to manifest love in our love for God, in our love for one another, and in our love for creation. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. And whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God God abides in him, and he in God. And so today, as we come to this table, on a Sunday dedicated to asking for God's blessing and provision for the works we begin, may God's love be perfected in us, and may we be perfected with the beloved community in God's love. May the seeds of love planted within us grow and bear much fruit. May the world know the character and nature of God by encountering the love that abides in us and is manifest through us. May we be sent on mission to joyfully participate in the love that brings all things, that brings all of creation into the wholeness and shalom God, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.